Take a Crit is naughty, nasty, and not for kids. Content warnings can be found in the episode description. She was driving last Friday on her way to Pathetic on a rundown country road. Going to the market district, gonna make some money selling her last gold. Fifteen miles to go and she was running low on meat and donkey feed. It'd been a bullshit year. She had a lot on her mind and she didn't pay attention. Donkey running way too fast. Before she knew it, there's a wolf come to eat her faithful ass. She saw both the lies flash before her eyes. Didn't even have time to scry. She was so scared. She threw her hands up in the air Me and Leaky take the wheel Take it from my hands Cause I can't kill wolves on my own I'm a letting go So give me one more chance And save me from this goddamn Take the wheel. Stealing the show. It's time to take a crit. Welcome to Take a Crit, everybody. The Real Play 5th Edition Dungeons & Dragons podcast. The passion project of five childhood pals who've been playing this game for countless hours over the past two decades. I'm Joey Swanson. I play Garrett Sunderwood. More on him later. We start out each of these episodes by having our Dungeon Master pose a question to the adventurers. And so I'm going to toss that mic on to our pal Leo. How's it going? I'm Leo Martin, your Dungeon Master and Question Asker. And today's question is, what's your favorite genre of music? Let's start off with our own little froggy child, Scott Chops. What's up, poison people? I'm Austin Petrie. I play <laughs> Scott Chops. Um, Scotch's favorite genre of music is probably just other... It's just frog calls. Okay. That really gets him going. I feel like that's what he grew up listening to, and that's that's his favorite. All right. We'll pass it on over to our favorite little buttoned-up boy, Garrett Sunderwood. Yeah, I'm Joey. More on him later. Swanson. I play Garrett Sunderwood. Um, Garrett is um, pretty open to all types of music. He usually can like tap his toe to most things, and if he can't, then he's... Um, then he just smiles and nods. Um, he's he's not a hater, but if he had to pick one style that he liked more than others, um, probably just like the smooth uh, or just like the uh, acoustic stylings of um, like some country or folk or bluegrassy stuff, like he grew up listening to uh, with his mom Carrie Sunderwood and huh. uh, playing all the time. <laughs> I had him pegged as a horrorcore guy. <laughs> <laughs> Next up, it's Gotcha Portobello. Our newly published journalist. Oh, oh, oh shit. Hi, 
I'm Jane. I play Gaja Portobello. And her favorite uh, genre of music would have to be ska. Uh, it's kind of along the lines of the classical music she grew up with in the castle, but her mom hates it because it's fucking loud and etc. It's along the lines just in that it's got some big bold brass, but that brass is well, yeah. like wearing fedoras. And that brass is that around. ass of the whole fucking thing. <laughs> Next up, we've got our rompin', stompin', window-jumpin' <laughs> elephant man, Will <laughs> Willie Willis. Hey, my name is Salem Martin. I play Will Willie Willis. Uh, his favorite music is probably just kind of, you know, the sounds of the dump and shit, like just random different things just, and stuff. Just the it, clattering it, of metal and the breaking of glass. Um, is it like stomp? No, it's not you know, like stomp. Where people bang on trash cans and like swish brooms I, around. That seems like right up his alley. I mean, no, that's not what it's like. No, it's just like he really, he he's appreciating what he finds to be musical. That's happening around him at the dump. Like, I imagine this dump, for whatever reason, having a trash compactor, like a large trash compactor. Yeah. Um, yeah. I've described some kind of furnace where he's burning plastic and getting high from like the just ambient fumes. He doesn't. He didn't grow up knowing that's what he was doing, but that's what he's doing. I like to imagine like he wears a mask when he's burning the plastic, but his big ass elephant trunk. Yeah, just hangs oh, off the bottom. that's great. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it's like yeah, it works for me. It should work for him too. All right. Well, uh, I don't know about y'all, uh, but my tummy kind of hurts. I think it's. I think I might need to take a crit. Oh, take it, take it big, take it hard. Last time on Take a Crit, Gotcha Portobello penned an article detailing the nefarious dealings of the so-called mayor Rasbatan. Gotcha then rode on horseback, or Garrett back, I suppose. Toward the local it. news establishment, leaving this report on their doorstep. He thankfully has a very comfortable rump. You know, my, my Apollo has a lot of thread counts, you know, so many. It's an easy ride when you ride <laughs> Garrett. <laughs> <laughs> Later on, our heroes spoke with Agent Verich, an operative of the RBI, who was investigating the incident. After reading Gotcha's report and corroborating some of the claims within it, she exonerated our heroes of their crimes and informed them that the investigation should be left to the RBI. After a short conversation with Johnny, our heroes then set out in their quest to find allies in their fight against Rasputin. On their way out of the Shifty Brick, our heroes spotted a local singing contest, the prize of which was a pass to the Arts District and a spot on this season of Bethurntican Idol, whose guest judge is none other than Garrett's mother, Carrie Sunderwood. After Scotch narrowly lost the singing contest, our heroes devised a plan and stole the pass to the Arts District. This theft resulted in a fight, which was eventually broken up by none other than Willie's uncle, Gus the Greater, a legendary hero who Willie has not seen for the last four years. We rejoin our heroes during this touching reunion. Gus, happy birthday. Oh, oh, uh, my birthday was a few weeks ago there, Willie, but, uh, you mean, oh, jeez, I never made it to my birthday party four years ago, did I? Oh. I'm gonna hug him. Oh, come here, come here, buddy, it's been so long. Uh, 
Listen, I, I'd really love to stay in chat, but I, I'm afraid... He's really smashing him into my belly. Oh, oh, hey, buddy. <laughs> Listen, I'd, I'd really love to stay in chat, <laughs> but... so uh, long, I think. I, I, it's been a long time, but I, I really need to get to some very important business. Uh, maybe we could catch up later, though, uh, say at the shifty break. All right, I'm going to go get drunk. Okay, well, uh, don't come to the shifty brick for now. Just uh, I'll I'll, uh, I'll see you later. Okay. All right, I'll see you in ten minutes. <laughs> Gus gives Willie one last firm hug and struts off down the street towards the shifty brick. And what a strut it is! Wow. I hope he stretched first. You got to stretch before you strut. That's just uh, how it goes. Gotcha. Leans in as Gus turns around and whispers to Willie. Why did he only want to talk to you for like five minutes? And why are we not allowed to follow him? Because now I want to follow him. I don't think he explained himself. I mean, I'm good to go. Uh, I'm going to follow with Willie and see where Gus is going. Little buddy, you coming along? And I kind of looked at both of them. Uh, yeah, I'll come. Uh, you know, um, I'm definitely down for the journey to the arts district, but I've, I've got something i got to handle here real quick. Well, we'll uh, we'll come back to Garrett in a minute. First, let's see what's going on with Gus. So you follow Gus. He's a little ways up the street. Uh, how about everybody just gives me a stealth check real quick? I got a 16. Ooh, 22. Uh, 16. So Gus does not notice you as you're creeping along behind him. Uh, and you see him go into the shifty brick. You want to try to peer through the window and see what he's doing in there? You know it. As you look through the window, you see Gus the Greater walks in. He waves to Kevin. Uh, Kevin gives him some double guns. And uh, he walks over to that sort of door-shaped patch of bricks that Gotcha ran into before uh, when she got pranked by Kevin. Uh, he walks over and he places his hand Robert. on that sh- shape in the door no. And blue light traces around the outline of the door, and Gus pushes it inward, closing it behind him. Does the uh, brunch business notice? <laughs> Somebody's <laughs> the, just like the, going ham on an omelet so hard that they don't see it happen. <laughs> yeah, there's someone in the corner, but they just brought Eggs Benedict back, and they're just. I was really thinking Eggs Benedict. <laughs> gotcha's really feeling like even more of a dumbass now that she knows this was an actual entrance. <laughs> Scotch Hops like notices that, and he kind of pats you on the shoulder and says, "You got juked, kid." <laughs> <laughs> Fucking. That's great. I love any time a one-year-old calls someone else kid condescendingly. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> this fucking child oh, coming at no. me like this. Uh, yeah, no, Gotcha doesn't even respond to that. She's She just takes it as another blow. I'm going to go ahead and just kick the door in and uh, ask Kevin what the fuck is going on. Kevin says, oh, hey, Willie, how's it going? I rip the door off its hinges if it's still on it. (laughs) Man, you're strong. (laughs) I kind of sense the vibe that's going on, and I just, like, kick a chair. It doesn't (laughs) break it. It just knocks it over. Yeah, it's a real rock and roll vibe going on here, Kevin Lakey. I just sat down at the nearest table. Asked you, I asked you a question, Kev. What's going on here? 
Huh? Oh, not much, man. So I'll Willie go through the wall. Oh, Ex- Expedition just came back. You want a hit of this Hollandaise? And Kevin- I smacked the Hollandaise out of Kevin's fucking <laughs> mouth. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God. I hit the jug, not Kevin's face. Kevin looks up, covered in Hollandaise, and says, <laughs> Hollandaise face. You have, <laughs> you have my attention. The fuck is going on, K-Dog? Well... <laughs> All this going on right now is some guy came up in here and slapped Kevin's Hollandaise all over you, him. I'll give you all the fucking Hollandaise you want. Oh, Just yeah. What the fuck is going on? Mm. Careful. I think this guy wants a lot of Hollandaise. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what you can bring me that's better than Hollandaise. If you bring me something containing a living soul. And I will tell you what's going on. Done. I put my hand out to shake it. He gives you a Hollandaise covered high five back. Like I had a hand out to shake and he just yeah. like high fives it down I there. I think it's a low five if it's a handshake zone. He gives you a Hollandaise low five. Where's Garrett? Oh yeah, we should probably check up on him. Let's roll. Speaking of where's Garrett, here he is. Uh, so... What I'm trying to do while they're, you know, tailing Gus, Garrett uh, wants to meet back up with Gazebo, and because he knows he's about to go to the arts district, he wants to say bye to his cousin. Um, so I know that we left the ticket with Gazebo last episode, and he's probably somewhere in the crowd nearby, so I'm going to try to squeeze my way through. It's It's hard for a gnome to find a gnome in a crowd, you know. You yeah. just gotta push it, around until you run into him. It takes a while of pushing through butts, but you eventually find Gazebo. He says, "Oh, oh, hey, Garrett, you uh, you guys okay?" Oh, uh, yes, we're we're doing just righteous, mate. Um, so here's the thing. Um, I'm about to go out of town, uh, and by out of town, I mean oh. out of the snail district. Okay. Um. Yeah. Yeah. I, I was looking at this pass and uh, figured y'all might be headed that way. R- right. Um. And I, I appreciate you hanging on to that for me. Um. Yeah, it's got a little bit of my butt sweat on it, but uh, no, no worries. I've uh, I've got a trade for you. Um. And Garrett starts taking. He, he unbuttons his uh sweater vest and pulls off his green polo and passes it over to uh, and underneath the sweater vest you can see that there is an emblem of the joust another freelance company there on the chest that was just covered up by the uh, sweater vest the whole time so he passes over the green polo with the joust another freelance company logo and says um well uh cousin i think uh i think this should be yours now oh it's a pretty good shirt, Garrett. Are, are you are you sure you want me to have it? Well, it's uh, it's more than a shirt. It's it's a legacy. Ah. See, the Joust and other freelance company is something I'm going to have to leave behind. But when I leave it, I'd like to leave it in good hands. And I'm just looking at those fucking fish lifters right there. You got they're fucking tough as hell. <laughs> um, fish lifters? <laughs> is that what you said? <laughs> Gazebo takes uh, the polo and the sweater vest and he 
He just holds them and stares at them for a moment. He looks up at you and says, I don't know what, what you mean about the fish, but I, I'm on it, Garrett. I, I, I'd love to. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, there's there's a lot of responsibility uh, being the leader of just another freelance company. And, uh, you know, I, I've seen you go down this crime route and I don't think it I don't think it suits you. I think you've got a lot of potential. And I think you can do this. Um, so he uh, takes out the key to the house and uh, passes it off to him and says, um, I'd also like you to look after the headquarters. It's in your hands now. Um, you know, the company's yours. And just, uh, you know, be the leader that I know you can be. I'll do my best, Garrett. I won't let you down. All right. He, he takes the key and he hands you the pass and he heads off back towards... Uh, the headquarters of Joust and other freelance company. All right. So now I'm one of the hoppers of Scotch and the hoppers. So uh, Garrett is going to now topless push back through the crowd towards the shifty brick. As Garrett passes through the crowd, he spots his group and they are reunited. Hey there, little buddy. Oh, fuck. Lots of elbows in that crowd. And Garrett's just like using both hands to reshape his, uh, his pompadour. Well, I just uh, picked up the pass. It's right here in my hand. Um, and I believe this goes to you, Scotch, leader of Scotch and the Hoppers. Uh, Scotch takes the ticket, looks it over. He can't read, and he throws it up in the air and says, let's go to the arts district. Garrett, both arms, <laughs> just like trying to catch a fucking uh, piece of paper that's floated away from you in the wind. Just like really bad. He knows how important it is. You progress across the Snail District, you go past the Town Hall, and you eventually come to a very large, ornate gate uh, with two guards standing in front of it. And one of them asks what your business is in the Arts District. This uh, this young talent has uh, business here. All right, let me see that pass. It's wet with all of our, with my sweat from going through the crowd, Warp Tour style. And uh, scotches, you know, natural wetness. And I pass it over to the guy a little bit damp. He takes the pass and looks it over and says, uh, all right, you, looks like you're good to go. Uh, you're going to want to go to uh, the studio towards the end of the district uh, back there. Get all signed in and everything. Uh, but first, uh, maybe y'all would like to do some shopping in our market. Somebody pay you to tell me that? Uh, no, it's Who just, was it? just, I just enjoy the market. I, I just thought you might as well. Uh, don't worry about it. You make commission. I feel like this guy makes commission. He yells, nonetheless, and he, <laughs> uh, he and the other guard push open the doors, revealing a very large and extravagant market. There's uh, countless shops and stalls. They all have very ornate and exotic goods. Uh, you can find many different varieties of ornate weapons here and uh, just all all kinds of things you can imagine. So this is the point in our comedy D&D podcast in which our party spent nearly an hour and a half shopping. We didn't feel like subjecting you all to that, so please enjoy this audio montage. Garrett's topless out here with a lot of money to spend. Garrett wants a blue sequin leather jacket uh, with matching pants. Souls, AKA studded leather as far as stats are going. If you're putting together your own Garrett character sheet. Ooh, ooh, can, can I get a little portobello peach uh, studs for my armor? 
for my leather. Done. Sold. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to need a white tee to go underneath this jacket so as to not look like an absolute douche. Sold. Garrett's been lugging around a mop as his weapon. He feels like as a manager, he's got to get something flashier. Um, so he's going to get a spear, a fancy ass spear. If, you know, if there's an artisanal spear, a fancy one that looks good. Yeah, you got yourself a spear with a blued steel tip and a blue silk wrappings on the handle. Fucking rad. Matches my blue sequin suit. Get it. Sold. Gotcha wants something real flashy to be uh, walking around the arts district with. So can I get just a rose gold rapier and a rose gold longbow as well with like gold string and everything if I can do that? Ooh, that'll be pricey, but sold. As you're walking along in the arts district, you spot a candy shop titled Billy Bonka's Candy Emporium. Fucking Billy Bonka, what's your god, bro? Fuck yeah. Uh, you walk in and you see a, a squat old man, kind of looks like Danny DeVito. He says, oh, Welcome to Billy Bonka's Candy Emporium. Oh, what you got, god. old man? Oh, don't worry, kids. I got all the candy you can get your hands on, and it's all magical. Uh, we got a special today. Uh, you can get one of each kind of candy for only eight gold. I want three of those. So, uh, sold. <laughs> can I also get three of those? Oh, uh, yeah, sold. The variety pack comes with a chocolate bar, a gummy ball, a lucky sucker, a fun-sized candy, and some drop gums. Uh, give me three of the red ones and three of the blue ones. Oh, three, uh, got three fun-sized candies and three lucky suckers. Oh, yeah, absolutely sold. Now, uh, personally, I don't have much of a sweet tooth, but I do care for my dear friend Truffle, who will eat goddamn near anything. Um, so let me get just one of those fun-sized candy bars. Uh, one fun-sized candy for the baby, uh, absolutely. You feed the fun-sized candy to Truffle, and he doubles in size. He's a big old hog hey, now. Come on, Gary, you got to get something for yourself. If you're uh, health conscious, I do got this bag of kelp snacks. Uh, now, it's just a prototype in the magic department, but uh, you, know, you can try them out. Let me know how they go, eh? Uh, can you let me know how they go before I buy them? Uh, what's the fun in that? Buy some kelp snacks. Well, uh, it, it looks green and gross, so uh, let's get it. Sold. All right, so the moment this guy hands me uh, my three sets, I'm just going to go ahead and down one of them. Everything in one there. of the whole oh, set. All right. Fuck. Yeah, one of uh, each. Okay, so all of these things happen at the same time. Uh, you briefly get plus one to attacks and saves. Nice. I might uh, need that. Uh, you feel light on your feet. Uh, you take, all right. You take five shock damage. Oh. Uh, and you grow in size by times two. You are now twice as tall as you were before. Your head hits the ceiling. Oh, and goodness. you are just a, a giant woman. Uh, where can a fella find some uh, specialty type animals around here? Oh, you can find some animals down at the exotic animal shop. I'm going with Scotch here. Pet store, let's go. You enter uh, a small building up the street that stinks of musty old hay and just a wide variety of poops. And... Uh, <laughs> tattooed mustachio gentleman behind the counter says uh, hey you looking for some uh looking for some snakes looking for some cats looking for some what you looking for what you want i got a big bird you want a big bird yeah, i'll shoot you straight pal i'm in the market for a cheetah well the thing is i don't got any like actual cheetahs i got this leopard that kind of looks like a cheetah has it got spots oh yeah it's got spots all right so how much do you want for this cheetah 
for this cheetah, um, you usually this cheetah would be like a hundred gold pieces, but uh, I tell you what, you, you seem like a shifty fellow. You you a shifty fellow? Yeah, I'm a little shifty. <laughs> All right, you uh, listen. Uh, I'll, I'll sell you this cheetah for twenty bucks, but you you got to do me a favor. I want you to take this uh, take this little brown package right here, and I need you to throw it away somewhere outside of this district. Uh, I pick it up and kind of weigh it out. I'm like, "What is this? A head? What's inside this?" Uh, no, you don't need to worry about that. Don't don't look inside it. Don't. It'll, it'll be better for you if you just if you just don't look inside it. All right. What, what happens if I look inside it? Uh, if you look inside it, then I'm gonna come after you, and uh, you don't want that. I got a lot of big dangerous cats around here. Shit, baby, I don't know. Um, <laughs> if I'm going to take the bag and not look inside it, you're going to have to throw in like a barbershop quartet of goats or something. Uh, <laughs> I've only got good. one barbershop quartet of goats. Oh, dang. Uh, all right, I tell you what. Uh, you, you give me 30 gold, I'll give you the cheetah. You take the parcel, and uh, you can have this barbershop quartet of goats, and I'll throw in a cart. You know what's the most impressive um, part about a barbershop quartet of goats? They don't start eating their straw hats and vests that they wear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it takes a lot of restraint. Yeah, but they're professionals. All right, buddy, you got yourself a deal. Uh, all right, I'll, uh, I'll I'll wheel the goats around the back, and uh, here's your cheetah. He he goes and uh, picks up one of the leopards that look like cheetahs, and... Uh, wakes it up and sits it down in front of scotch and goes here you go buddy the, the, he's your new daddy uh, <laughs> you, you go have a good time with him all right he, but he got you some goats okay so uh you have fun with him he uh hands you the parcel and says pleasure doing business with you froggy boy who's a good boy i'm gonna name you sweet baby love child <laughs> <laughs> and uh garrett Garrett understands uh, that rah, 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 uh, to mean thank you, Daddy. I love Aww. you. Hey, bud, how much for this snake? Oh, that snake? That snake's a fucking asshole. You you could have that snake for free if you want it. Awesome. Uh, Garrett, as a as a forest gnome, can speak to creatures. I'm gonna give it a go, and uh, and Garrett's gonna say, uh, "How you doing, mate?" Oh, hey, it's going pretty good. You want to come hang out in this bag with me? You know what? I prefer non-bag <laughs> environments, but to each his own. Yeah, I like non-bag environments, too. How about you let me out? <laughs> uh, you know, I believe in freedom. You know, that's a big big thing for me. But uh, I've had bad experiences with snakes in the past. And uh, maybe once we get out Come there, on. I won't be bad, I promise. Uh, I'm going to close the bag. I'm just staring yeah. at Garrett talking into the bag <laughs> with a snake in it. I'm like, no. No, don't close the bag. No, I said, hang out. Okay. I would like to buy your freest chicken or sickest, cheapest one. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, Garrett turns any, to a pigeon any, like, that's one? on a on a place, and it's like, "Are you a f you're you're free pigeon, right?" Uh, um, yes, I am a free pigeon. I just actually escaped. Oh, that's pretty cool. Get it? Um, that's pretty cool. And then I make a dex check to just grab him off the. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> to which I got uh, uh, not proficient, but uh, nineteen. As total. soon as I see him jump, I want to try oh, to go man. at him to like help him. 
Uh, you don't really need to because that pigeon got a six on its save. <laughs> so you just you <laughs> snatch, really you snatch that pigeon. You snatch that pigeon off the the railing of the deck or whatever, and he's just like, "Oh, what are you doing, you fucking son of a bitch? What the fuck? I just told you uh, I was free. I'll, I just got right. free. Hey, I just hey, I told you I just got free. Come on." I'm not about to put you in a cage. We're about to have a really fun time. And then I like um, extend my arm over to Willie and I was like, how free is this chicken? Is, is, is this chicken free enough for you? Uh, it looks like a pretty free uh, chicken to me. And I just, I guess, take the bird from him. Yeah, I guess I just kind of got to hold it. All right, Leo, I've got a few more things I need to get. Do you want me to just give you like my shopping list and you can tell me if you want to do like actual store interactions for any so other? So we can move on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this whole episode is store so far. Yes, <laughs> it is. I need a blender. I need a hot plate. I need tortillas. I need shredded cheese. I need. You're making tacos? <laughs> I need a few fresh limes. I need. Are you uh, making tacos for the fucking cheetah i need no um i need uh tequila <laughs> and i need two pairs of roller skates so you can't find a blender uh you do find uh, a magic stone that can heat up on command uh much like a hot okay. plate uh you find all those groceries that you mentioned uh and uh so all of that stuff other than the blender and the roller skates is going to cost you about five cool. gold uh you can't find a blender uh, and you do find a very fancy pair of uh, purple roller skates with gold filigree and trim and uh, some very fancy gold wheels. Uh, you can find two pairs, but uh, and they're not matching. You can find a purple pair and a blue pair. Okay. These very fancy gold trim uh, roller skates. Uh, and they're five gold All each. All right, I'll buy both pair. I want a little cowboy hat for my snake. You know what? No, I'm going to make my own cowboy hat out of a soda can or some shit. I want like a white leather saddle with like some fabric kind of draping down on either side. So when I slide up and down him, I don't rub my belly poison on him. Uh, yeah, you can get a saddle just like that for 10 gold pieces. Cool. And I'm, I think I'm done shopping now. Uh, can we, uh, uh, what's the next? Do, do, is there a hotel we check into for this? Uh, this oh, yeah, um, I, need, I need to register, don't I? Yeah, so you so you look at uh, the little entry ticket you have for Pathurntican Idol, uh, and it says that you should uh, present this ticket uh, along with uh, the required registration information uh, at Studio A in the uh, north end of the Arts District. Y'all are currently in the south end. All right, we got to go to Studio A in the north end of the district, guys. Well, that sounds like a lot of walking, so I'll go ahead and half the trouble that I go through for that, and I turn into uh, my elk. Uh, but since I don't have my green polo on anymore, uh, I'm just going to keep on my t-shirt um, when and, I transform. <laughs> and not the sequined leather jacket? Like um, That's going to be uncomfortable to sit on, but I will keep on the sequined leather <laughs> pants. Okay. <laughs> All right, so... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> so you've got a you've got an elk wearing some fancy pants and a white t-shirt. Uh, you've got a big old pig pulling a cart containing a goat barbershop quartet. You got a <laughs> you got a frog walking a cheetah. I assume I'm riding him now that he's got a saddle. <laughs> I mean that's true. Okay, so you got a frog riding a cheetah. That's more normal. And uh, you got a big old elephant man uh, holding a pigeon. Yep. With a snake squirming around in his back. Mm -hmm. And I assume a very disappointed looking <laughs> investigative journalist. 
yeah. <laughs> I thought we might uh, be doing something kind of like investigate. It's, no, we're just singing. Yeah. And we <laughs> and getting a whole fucking stage presence together or something. I'm not I'm not really sure what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> I joined the club. All right. Yeah, this is just <laughs> No one's even asked me what all this shit is for. Oh, we don't care. It's because well, we want to be surprised. surprised. <laughs> all right. So uh <laughs> So as you're walking down the street, uh, it takes a while to get to the studios over on the north side. Uh, so all the effects that, yeah, yeah. In case you forgot, uh, Gotcha Portobello has been gigantic this whole yeah, time. I did uh, forget. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So here's the thing. So all of that hugely stuff, disappointed <laughs> yeah. investigative yeah. journalist. So all of all of uh, all of those effects that were affecting Gotcha. Uh, wear off uh, during your walk up to the uh, studios. However, you notice that uh, Truffles is still big. Oh, well, how about that? And uh, I give him a... Well, I'm I'm a fucking elk right now, so... <laughs> okay, okay, that's fine. All right, so uh, you're walking down the street uh, and you see up ahead uh, a very large sign on the top of a gigantic building that says Studio A, home of Patherntican Idol. All right. Um, Scotch, this looks like the spot. Let's get our A's in here. How about it? (laughs) (laughs) As you approach uh, Studio A, you see that there is uh, kind of a gate outside, uh, and there's somebody standing at that gate. Uh, And you also see uh, Dustin Bieberlake is uh, arguing with the person at the gate. As you approach, you hear him saying, Look, I I know I don't got the fucking pass, but come on, I won the contest. You gotta let me in there, you fucking assholes. God damn it. Should we just, like, stand here and wait a minute and see if he walks away? Uh, You fucking... (laughs) Listen, you won't let me... uh, God damn it. Come on, you just gotta let me in there. uh, I'm sorry, Mr. Eberlake. You gotta have have the the ticket of entry. Uh, That's just how it is. You fucking... uh, I'm gonna make you pay for this, you fucking piece of shit. I'm gonna make sure you get fired. Uh, Okay, man, uh, whatever. Uh, Dustin Bieber Lake turns around and he sees the party. I flip him off. He walks up and he flips you off as well. Uh, and he looks at Scotch Hops and says, I might not be able to make it into this contest, but I'm going to make damn sure that you still lose, you little piece of shit. You're a little cheater. I look him dead in the eyes and with, with no facial expression change or anything... I say, I will fucking kill you if you mess with my performance tonight. Oh! I just give him uh, a thumb across the neck. Is that is that uh, an intimidation like, check? Yeah, yeah, give me an intimidation check. Can I give uh, assistance on it? Whatever assistance. Yeah, is yeah. If you're if if you're back there giving help him action. the the death yeah, sign, yeah, it'll be a help action. <laughs> I've also got a right. leopard that I'm riding. I'm, I'm sitting on yeah. a leopard right now. And, yeah, and, yeah. and for you've a visual, you've... it does look weird when Willie does it because the trunk's there. Yeah. Because he can't really right. go across his neck. So uh, I'm also in elk form, which is the form that got a crit gore on this guy. Yeah. That, oh, okay. damn. <laughs> you guys definitely have, you definitely have advantage on this intimidation check for like four different reasons. I got a 22 <laughs> total. Nice. Boom! He, he looks... Oof. He looks a little scared, uh, and he says, uh, Be 
your pants on, man. Pee your pants. We'll, we'll just see about your performance. Not like you can fucking sing anyway. And he runs away really quick. Do a little dance. That. Pee your little pants. Oh, God. <laughs> Wait, can you cast command on him and tell him to shit? Yes, Leo. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 13 wisdom save. Shit. Oh, God. <laughs> he just he just stops for like three seconds and then keeps running. <laughs> he like lifts a leg a he little shit bit. His pants. Dustin Bieber like shit his pants, everyone. No, I didn't shut up! <laughs> right after this smelly little child. Someone changes pants, he can't do it himself. He needs help. Holy shit. Alright. <laughs> so, so, so Dustin Bieber like, Yeah. Oh, good call, Joey. I, good call. <laughs> Yeah, uh, command's got to be good for something. That's fucking great. <laughs> Putting pigeons to sleep and making assholes shit their pants in the street. <laughs> oh yeah, I've used my level one spells for the day. I think. All right, Jane. <laughs> yeah, uh, I I just want to make an insight t- check to see if he was lying about him thinking Austin's performance was bad. Well, Scotch's performance was bad. Go for it. That is a seventeen. All right, with a 17, you know that he was lying. He was actually quite impressed by Scotch Hop's performance. I'm so impressed I'm tell he Scotch, shit his pants. Uh, dude, he was shaking in his boots. He fucking loved your performance. You scared that guy so much he shit. <laughs> He's nothing but a shit, baby. Really, really <laughs> shit, boosting up baby. Scotch Hop's over here. Uh, so the person standing over by the gate uh, yells out and says, uh, May I help you all? Yeah, I'm here to enter the contest. I've got my pass right here. Scotch hops. I'm uh, going to win it all. He says, uh, oh, okay. Uh, yeah, look, looks like you got your pass. Uh, everything is in order. Oh, congratulations on uh, winning that uh, that singing contest in the Snail District. Uh, just so you know, the competition is going to be a lot harder in the actual show. Uh, all right. Uh, Listen, uh, I'm going to hand you off to the host of our show. He'll he'll tell you a few things and uh, get you your keys to your hotel and all that. Hey, did you see that guy, Justin Bieber, Dustin Bieber pants, shit his pants? And I kind of gesture towards <laughs> where he ran off to with the bird. Uh, yeah, his name's Dustin Bieber Lake, not Dustin Bieber pants, but yeah, I did <laughs> he see shit that. his pants. It's Dustin Bieber pants now. <laughs> yeah, he uh, <laughs> he sure did. That was That was pretty great. That guy's a prick. Uh, Garrett turns back into himself out of elk form um, in his full resplendent uh, sequined leather clothes um, and he uh, he's not tall enough to pat this guard on the shoulder but he like you know uh, it's, it hits him on the lower tricep and says um, don't let that guy give you any shit you know I, I know he's up to no good and casts guidance on the guard just to make sure you know, you can shoo this guy off again. He goes, oh, yeah, uh, no, I'm not afraid of Dusty Bieber Lake. Don't worry. I'm, I'm good. Thanks, though, little man. Y- you're cool. Hey, did you just turn from, like, a fucking deer or something into a person? That's pretty fucking wild. You're, you're a cool little guy. <laughs> it's, uh, you know what, to uh, to steal a line from the, the very charismatic Scotch Hops, um, I am. Yes, I am pretty cool. <laughs> All right. <laughs> did I say that? So- yeah. You know, you, I, I just know that every time you get complimented, you're like, yeah, I am. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Like, so, right. uh, I am the best. yeah. <laughs> All right. So, uh, he, he waves you through the gate and, uh, waiting on the other side of the gate 
uh, is a very perky uh, looking human man. He's wearing a very uh, tight, uh, well cut suit. Uh, he's just he's looking super super perked up, and he says, "Well, hey there, contestants. It's a pleasure to meet you. My name is Ryan Decrest. You might recognize me as the host of America, <laughs> as the host of Pathetic and Idol." <laughs> <laughs> hey there, buddy. Why are you so perky? Oh, I just did I, a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Damn oh, it! I was yeah, about man. to do. I was about to preempt that and say I clock the fucking white powder rimming both of his nostrils. But so, you beat me to it. Okay. <laughs> Anyways, I'm pretty keyed up, so I need to go do some teeth chattering. So real quick, <laughs> let me just give you the rundown. The first round is going to begin tomorrow morning. It's going to be you and six other contestants. You're going to be uh, singing for your life out there, so uh, make sure you do a good job, okay? Uh, um, Mr. Ryan Decrest. Yeah, you, little buddy. When you say singing for your life, <laughs> do you mean literally or figuratively? I don't know the difference between literally and figuratively because I can't tell reality from fiction. <laughs> That's nice. just how blasted I am. All righty. I'm not sure if you are actually a mishmash of different animal people or if you're just a regular group. Either way, I, <laughs> here's what's going to happen. I'm going to give I'm just you a regular group. Oh, well, um, <laughs> I didn't even see you. I thought you were just a pink mass. Holy oh, shit. Perfect. Uh, there's four of you. Whoa. What animal oh. do I look like? And then I like cover my face <laughs> with my hands and then I just like kind of make this blah face. I don't know, you know. You're some kind of butterfly <laughs> oh, man wow. or something. Some kind yeah. of butterfly with a huge dick. <laughs> yeah. You look like a hung ass butterfly. Oh All man, right. he got it. Well, see, things seem to be getting crazier for me by the minute. So uh, let's get this done quick. Uh, here's the key to your hotel room. He hands you a key with like a little, you know, big keychain that says 69 on a little tag. Oh, shit. Uh, <laughs> I was going to try to talk him into a room upgrade, but not anymore. <laughs> uh, so listen, you're going to want to go spend the night in your hotel room and then Come back here to the studio bright and early in the morning for the first round, okay? Sounds good, Seacrest. Um, uh, are you going to like... Uh, it's Decrest, actually. Yeah, it's Decrest. Seacrest, uh, <laughs> uh, we don't like to talk about what happened to him. <laughs> I thought you literally <laughs> just named this guy Ryan Seacrest. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, well, uh, you better get over to the hotel because check-in stops in five minutes. Sweet baby love child, let's go. Woo! I'm taking my pigeon and I'm leaving. I love right. you, Brian. Enjoy your hotel room. I love all you guys, too. See you tomorrow. <laughs> all right. So uh, you go on uh, over to... There's a ho big hotel beside the studio. Uh, you go on over there. Uh, you show them your room key. Uh, they uh, lead you up some... Lead you up a fancy magical elevator up to the sixth floor. Uh, and they take you over to room 69. Uh, and it's just a wow. it's a very very fancy suite. Uh, they heard that they were going to be having a frog guest, so in the center of the room, there's just a big old fountain. Uh, you know, it's got the babies pissing, uh, all that. And uh, in in the middle of good. the fountain, there is a, uh, a kind of a slab of stone just below the surface of the water uh, with a pillow on it. Scotchops uh, is like, ooh, this is nice. There are, uh, Garrett looks around at the lack of beds and is like, um, yeah, it must be 
must be pretty nice for you. <laughs> you actually see that there are uh, four uh, doors inside the room that lead to uh, different regular bedrooms with a big, nice, comfy bed, uh, dresser and mirror and all that. I assume you left your cacophony of animals uh, down at the stables. No. They should probably stay in Willie's room. I was going to say, Truffle definitely came up with me. I, I've been riding Sweet Baby Love Child through the hallways. I have a bird I have to hold and a snake in a bag. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Our barbershop quartet of goats definitely takes one of the bedrooms. Fuck the stable. No. We've got all of them. The okay. All but one of the goats can stay down there. What do I do with the fucking snake in the bag? You leave it in the bag. All right. So, um... You can't just you leave it in the bag. Your, you can. You can't for like promise. a week. <laughs> so uh, you get up to the room with all your animals, all your animal friends, uh, and uh, y'all y'all just go to sleep. Um, I'm gonna lay down and go to bed. I'm gonna let Sweet Baby Love Child have one of the goats. I'm gonna check on. Um, <laughs> Makes a mess. I guess I'm gonna check on the snake. I'm gonna look at it. Kind of open the bag a little bit. Okay, like you're about to get bit. Yeah, give <laughs> Don't me open that bag. Give me a dexterity check. Do not open check. that bag. It's very dangerous. I've been rolling bad all day. I rolled an 18. I got plus zero. Okay, so uh, you roll an 18 dexterity. So you open up the bag and it jumps out and bites at you, uh, but you just barely pull your head back uh, to avoid getting bit in the trunk. Uh, it's fallen back into the bag. Uh, you can either close it right now or you can try to do something else. If you try to do something else, it might escape. I'm going to close it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you open up this bag. It snaps at you and you just close it again. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, so uh, you sleep through the night. You wake up to a scene of just blood and goat oh. bones everywhere. All right, so uh, the sun has risen, and they told you to show up bright and early uh, for the taping. I do my usual naked shit. I think I give it an upper decker. All right. All right. And uh, bidet my ass again. All right. Uh, you spray yourself up. Uh, you guys leave <laughs> not only an upper decker, but a bunch of goat blood and bones uh, in your hotel room, and uh, you head on down to the studio. Uh, Garrett thinks to himself that he's going to clean this up when he gets back and he doesn't want anyone else to have to, so he puts the do not disturb sign on the door handle. All right. <laughs> so you all head down uh, to the to the studio. Um, the guard waves you in, uh, and you're met again by Ryan Decrest, who says, Hey, guys, good to see you again. I'm on even more coke, and I haven't slept since last time I saw you. <laughs> <laughs> Now, uh, you you guys got here a little bit late, but that's okay. The first round's about to start. Uh, you're you're up last because uh, you know you're the least notable one. Sorry to tell you, um, but that's lame. Uh, so there's a, there's some acts who have to go before you, but uh, it'll be your turn in uh, just a little bit. Okay, uh, so listen, just hang out back here. We got a green room for you. We got some snacks. Uh, we do have some complimentary cocaine. Uh, <laughs> You just, uh, you just, he takes you over to a green room and says, you just hang out in here uh, and uh, we'll call you when uh, it's time. Okay. All right. Sounds good. I'm going to start getting ready for my act. I'm going to go ahead and cast minor illusion and give myself my mustache and cowboy hat and 
boots and everything. Might Hell get yeah. Earlier. And then I'm going to shape some water out of my jug. Okay. And I'm going to turn it brown. All right. And then I go up to Sweet Baby Love Child. I'm like, Sweet Baby Love Child, I really need you to do this in my act. It's really important. It's kind of weird, but I just need you to follow along. Can you do that for me, bud? All right. So I'm going to shape this brown water into your butt, and I need you to hold it there until I finish my song, and then I want you to just release all of it. (laughs) He, He looks to the left. He looks to the right. He looks down. And then he looks up at you with a look of determination and goes, <laughs> rah. Shit, baby, that's my boy. And I give him I give him some cuddles and rubs. And then I shape this brown water up into his butt. All right. You uh <laughs> you shape the brown water up into his butt and uh he's walking, you know, kind of with a twinge. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not like a lot of water, but yeah, yeah. It, it's in his butt. Okay. <laughs> Anything else you want to do uh, to prepare for your act? Uh, I just need my other. Uh, oh yeah, actually, I need to put the roller skates on Sweet Baby Love Child. <laughs> All right, <laughs> you, you put the roller skates on Sweet Baby Love Child. He looks like you know your your average dog that you've just put shoes on. That's you know trying to figure out how to walk with them and doesn't like them. Oh, I know, uh, baby. We'll take them off as soon as we're done. <laughs> um, I tell Sweet Baby Love Child. You, you're gonna fucking kill it with all this roller skate uh, tricks you're about to do, and I, and I just know that you're gonna do your daddy and mommy proud. And I give him a just a just a shoulder stroke uh, to cast guidance. Oh, all right, I appreciate. Willie, it. do you think you can make me some kind of blender real quick? Um, probably, almost definitely, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could. Um. Can Willie whip up a blender, Leo? <laughs> I got a chain. I got a chain. I got this chain here. Yeah. Uh, Willie definitely believes he could whip out, whip up a blender. Uh, uh, I need blades. Who's got blades? We got blades on us? I got two daggers. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. <laughs> daggers, daggers, daggers and chains. All right. Uh, I'll say that there's also like a pitcher of water that you can pour out. Do you want me to roll for making the blender? Uh, yeah. Just give me an intelligence check. 15 minus 1, 14 and making the blender. All right. 14, uh, yeah, you whip up uh, an okay blender with a chain and some daggers and uh, and a little pitcher. Uh, it's kind of like a slap chop. It's like a manual blender. You just got to pull the chain back and forth, and it'll uh, blend it up. I go, you just got to do this, and I start blending, 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 blending. <laughs> <laughs> um, then I'm going to s- mage hand a couple uh, roaches off the walls, just some just grab any bugs I see in the room. Okay. And I'll be like, these aren't the right bugs, but it'll do in a pinch. You know, this is this will work. All right. And now I'm ready. <laughs> All right. So uh, uh, after a while, Ryan Decrest comes and he knocks on the door uh, and he says, All right, uh, the sixth performer just got done. It's time for you, Scotch. Let's go, sweet baby. I pat him on the back and I say, good luck out there and cast guidance. All right. Thanks, Garrett. So before he walks out, I'd like to cast Skyrite onto like the upper back of the um, stage to read Scotch Hops, music legend. All right. That appears and the, the, the crowd sees it and they give a big cheer. And, and uh, then I'd like to cast a uh, fog cloud to give a fucking rolling like fog machine for him to walk through. Just like low, low hanging fog that he just like walks through that. Uh, 
All right. You're really at some atmosphere. You're really setting the scene. Uh, people are getting real excited. And uh, Ryan Decrest walks out there and says, oh, oh, what a set we got going on here for our last performer, huh? Oh, wow. Looks like he's some kind of big shot or something, right? Well, actually, he's just a young hopeful from the Snail District uh, who won that singing contest and uh, got a shot at the big leagues here on Pathernchkin Idol. Well, are you all ready to hear some singing? And the, the crowd all gives a big cheer. And uh, he says, all right, it's time for our last performer in this round of Pathernchkin Idol. Give a big welcome to Scotch Hops. Minor illusion, a bunch of fucking roaring fucking uh, like uh, hoots and hollers and claps. All right. Okay. Okay, so I can't sing my song and describe everything that happens all at once. Do you want the visuals or the audio first? Give me the visuals first. Okay, so Scotch Hops pushes Sweet Baby Love Child onto the stage, onto the roller skates, just both hands on his butt, pushing him, <laughs> and gets to the center of the stage and then climbs up on his saddle, and uh, he pulls out his hot plate and his blender, and he starts... Making a, he puts his tortilla down on the hot plate and sprinkles a bunch of shredded cheese and then puts a bunch of bugs <laughs> in it and then folds it and he flips it and then he takes that little sandwich he's made and he puts it in the blender and he pulls out his bottle of tequila and he uh, he he dumps it in the blender and <laughs> blends it all together and then he like hangs off the side of the of the leopard and he. Uh, sweet baby love child starts lapping it up and then sweet baby love child uh lets go of his rectum and all the water <laughs> just spoots out of him and like propels us off the other <laughs> side of the stage <laughs> um i'd like to say as you uh start working on the on the quesadilla margarita I'm going to cast fairy fire so that each object in a 20 foot cube within range is outlined in a violet light and any creature in the area um, is also outlined in a brighter light. Cool. Um, so that you and sweet baby love child are like just fucking dazzling up there. And I am dressed like a cowboy. <laughs> oh, yeah. For all of this. Don't forget. All right. So, so we've Can't got, forget. we've got that amazing visual. Now give us the song. Daddy made an armadillo DM quesadilla Then he soaked it in tequila And he made a margarita Cause the bugs taste sweeter When they give you diarrhea Got you squirting like a cheetah Talking fast And that, that, that's when I zoom off The other side of the stage <laughs> That was really right. good the, the crowd doesn't, is, is completely silent for, for like a good five seconds They don't know what just happened They don't know if that was just like an intro Or the whole song They're a little taken aback At what they've just seen but then after those five seconds are up, they just go crazy. During the moment of silence, uh, me and sweet baby love child look at each other like, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> they, they roar and go crazy. Uh, sorry, give me a performance check. Oh, yeah. Probably want one of those. Does he get advantage because, yeah, from you, all you of the You absolutely awesome get advantage because that was fantastic. And I got a 20 and a 19. All right. Hell yeah. The crowd just goes absolutely wild. Uh, they fucking love it. Uh, they're just going fucking crazy. 
And uh, as you walk off the stage, uh, Ryan Decrest says, wow, that, that was for sure the best performance of the night. I don't know. Uh, wow. You, uh, man, you're going places. That was, that was amazing. That was just fucking great. Uh, we, we do want to bring everyone on stage uh, when they announce the results, so I'll need you to stick around. But uh, y- yeah, I mean, I think you're a shoo-in, bud. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, I just, I gotta get these roller skates off my leopard. He really, he really hates them. Oh, yeah, yeah, sure, sure, that's <laughs> fine. But, yeah, just, uh, just be ready to walk out here in a minute. Uh, and someone walks over and, uh, hands, uh, Ryan a piece of paper and he looks at it and says, oh, uh, oh, really? Oh, huh, well, huh, all right, well, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's all get out there. It's a time, time to announce the results. All right, so, uh, everybody walks out on the stage, all the contestants, uh, you look around, you didn't see their performances. You see that there's a very well-dressed turtle. Uh, there's, uh, a couple of gnomes that are wearing little suits and bow ties. Uh, there's just a, a good gathering of, of different people. Um, and, uh, Ryan Decress uh, says, all right, it's everyone's favorite part of the show. Now it's time to announce our winners. This round's top singer, who will receive a, a special treat tonight, uh, is Mr. Tortellini. And uh, uh, the turtle wearing the fancy suit kind of, you know, grabs his suit and uh, kind of adjusts it a little bit and has a smug look on his face. And much like Joey just there, the crowd is all like, huh? What? No way. What? Gotcha's going to run on stage and yell, I demand a recount. Uh, as you're trying to run on stage, a security guard uh, grapples you. So we're going to do an opposed grapple. <sighs> he got a 27. Yeah, I got I got a fucking six. All right. So as you're trying to run out on stage, he just grabs you and scoops you up real quick. Like, oh, nope, nope. We don't always like the results, but you can't just run out and ruin the show now. Uh, you don't understand. Ryan Decrest then continues and says, well, now that we've gotten through, uh, we've picked our, our best contestant. Uh, it's time to announce uh, the bottom two. And, you know, uh, I'm just as shocked as you are, folks. Uh, our bottom two are uh, uh, Little Jet Everett over here. And uh, one of the gnomes wearing a suit and bow tie looks at the ground dejected. And uh, he says, and you know, folks, I, I just don't get it, but uh, you're the ones who vote, so uh, I guess you didn't like it, but looks like Scotch Hops is uh, the other one at the bottom. Scotch Hops steps forward, and he's like, what the froggy fuck, man? And, and then turns <laughs> to the crowd, and he's like, who loved my song tonight? Everybody everybody roars and cheers for it. Ryan Decrest says, uh, sorry, Scotch. I mean, uh, I loved your performance, too. But, you know, uh, the votes are the votes. And uh, you got booted off, you know. Uh, maybe maybe the people at home didn't like your uh, performance as much as the folks here in the studio. Whatever. This is bullshit. Well, now it's time for everyone's real favorite part of Pathetic and Idol. It's time for our bottom two contestants to fight to the death to see who gets to get into the next round. Uh, <laughs> nice. The rest of the contestants clear the stage. Uh, and at this point, you see that uh, the stage seems to have uh, these kind of progressive rings uh, throughout it, uh, kind of cut into the floor. 
And as everyone clears the stage, the outermost ring lowers down into the ground, uh, revealing grates through which lava flows and fills the gap created by the lowered section of the floor. Uh, as you stand in a circle uh, surrounded by lava uh, opposite this tiny, uh, pathetic-looking gnome, uh, you hear a voice call out from off stage, uh, and you see Dustin Bieberlake uh, is just behind the curtain, and he yells, Hey, hey, little man, try this! And he throws a, a large yellow potion over to uh, little Jet Everett. Uh, Jet Everett says, I don't, I don't know who you are, but uh, I guess I need all the help I can get! <laughs> and uh, he downs the bottle, and... Uh, you see veins begin to pop in his forehead. His eyes begin to bulge out of his skull. And then uh, very quickly, he grows uh, not one, not two, not three, but four <laughs> times larger than he was, becoming just an absolutely enormous, taking up so much of the stage. His muscles are just bursting out he's got the, that convenient you know like hulk pants where oh, his no. shorts have miraculously still Scott, ma- stayed on problem. uh and he's, he's still pg-13 over here yeah he's just a massive hulking uh person standing before you and ryan decrest says oh well that's a surprise nonetheless it's time to die or not this is the third to Thanks so much for listening. Make sure you like or subscribe on whatever podcatcher you found us on. You can find us on Twitter at Take a Crit and Facebook by the same name. Don't forget to tell all your friends. If you share a link to our episodes on Facebook or Twitter with the hashtag Take a Crit, we'll shout you out here at the end of the episode. That's people like our good friends Courtney Moses, Carol Hartzog, and John Chafin? Chafin? Chaffin? Chafin. You can find John on TikTok at Drunkest Batman. He's the TikToker you ought to be ticking at and talking to. He makes really great content. He even featured some of our audio in one of his recent TikToks, so definitely check him out. If you have suggestions for NPC names or magic items, you can share those with us in our Facebook group. If we use them, we'll be sure to credit you in the show. This show is produced entirely by the cast. Leo is our lead editor, sound effect engineer, and cover art designer. I, Joey, compose the score and mix the final cut. Thanks to Noah Swanson for writing our intro and outro theme. Episodes come out every other Monday, so check back on April 12th for Episode 8. See you next time. Uh, and you see him go into the shifty brick. Do you want to try to peer through the window and see what he's doing in there? You know it. All right, uh, so you go up and look through the window. I bang my gavel, uh, leading the players. What? It's, it's like leading the witness. It's a play on leading the witness when you say, do you want to I look know. through the window? I know. I got I got it. I got it. That was a very good one, Joey. <laughs> okay. That was great. Thank you. I'm hysterical. <laughs> I agree. Oh, man. I'm sorry. I just <laughs> literally didn't get it because I'm stupid. That's, that's I, end, had, that's no, the only I reason. had no clue what he was doing. That's end bit material right there, and I mean that as a compliment. <laughs> <laughs>